Welcome to the podcast entitled Winning Mind Battles. It's very important what we think about because the way we think and what we're thinking about is the way we normally go as it relates to our lives and our thoughts lead us down wrong paths because they go down like I don't know if you've ever gone down into a real negative spiral as it relates to dark thinking and so I want you to know you can win the battles in your mind but it'll be a process so I'm hoping that this message is encouraging to you what we think about does matter and normally if you start thinking about doing something and you don't get that under control you wind up doing the very thing you're thinking about and you know that if you're addicted to drugs or if you're addicted to alcohol if you start thinking about drugs and alcohol pretty quick before you know it you're drinking again and you're doing those drugs again and it isn't just drugs and it isn't just alcohol it almost pertains to every area of our life whatever we think about if it's negative if we don't get it under the control of the Holy Spirit we will wind wind up doing the very things we're thinking about in our thoughts do matter to God Jeremiah seventeen ten says I the Lord search the heart and examine the mind to reward a person according to their conduct according to what their deeds deserve and then in Psalm nineteen fourteen, David said let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight O Lord my rock and my redeemer I love it I pray Psalms nineteen fourteen on a regular basis because I want the thoughts and the meditations of my heart to be pleasing to God and then Proverbs 23 7 a says for as for as a man thinketh in his heart so is he wow thoughts are powerful and they create a future for us positive or negative so it's really important that we get our thoughts under control Job 325 says for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come unto me. And that's Job speaking. You know, if you think long enough that you're going to be sick, and you worry long enough about being sick, if you say you're going to be sick enough, you probably will be sick with the very thing that you're talking about. So words have power, and the Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue and you can eat the fruit thereof so today what I want to talk to you about is 10 keys to winning the battle in your mind so key number one is we must take every thought captive and make it obedient to Jesus Christ 2nd Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 and 5 says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ wow that is a big scripture casting down imaginations these are things you think that might happen may never happen I mean we can get so caught up with worry and fear in our minds and the Bible says our weapons are mighty in God so it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to bring these thoughts into captivity to obedience to Christ 
It's a very hard scripture to walk out. You know, catching your thoughts, giving them to God isn't as easy as what you think. You know, I grew up on a farm. I grew up in a little town called Diamond Springs, Michigan. In Diamond Springs, my dad had a farm and we raised feeder pigs. So once a year, we would go down and where we wanted to buy, my dad would want to buy like 100 little pigs. And we would get into the pen with the little pigs and then my dad would point out the ones he wanted and we'd have to we'd have to run after those little pigs and catch them. I don't know if you've ever tried to do that, but catching a little pig is a little bit harder than what you think. And then when they would get older, my dad would want to take the pigs to market, right? And so he knew when they were big enough where we needed to get them and put them in the loading chute and put them in the truck. And my brother Calvin and I would have two boards we would carry in our hands and we'd get in the pen with all the full-grown pigs and my dad would uh, say, that pig right there. So as long as we kept our boards together, we could get that pig into the loading chute and into the truck. But if we left a little crack in our boards, the pig would spot that crack, put his nose in there, run right through. It's just like in our minds. We can't give the enemy any room. We can't give him any crack of entrance or he'll definitely take it. But here's the thing. Once we've given a thought to the Lord, then what are we to think about? See, if you leave your mind empty, something more negative will fill it. Well, I love Philippians 4, 4 through 9, because it talks about what we should fill our minds with. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Boy, I don't always feel like doing that. But it tells us to rejoice, keep up. Keep a good attitude. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer, with supplication and thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think about such things wow this scripture is telling us what to think about and those things which you have both learned and received and heard or seen in me do and the peace of god or the god of peace will be with you the god of shalom everything you need so this scripture says I need to go daily with God, to God with my prayers, with my worries, with my concerns, and give them all to God. And then I need to turn my mind on the things that are pure, lovely, and of good report. And the Bible says that if I will do that, I will have a new reality that the God of Shalom, the God of peace, the God of more than enough is with me. The second key to winning mind battles is we need to shut the doors we have opened that are causing bad thoughts. Ephesians 4, 26-27 says, In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are angry. Do not give the devil a foothold. There are a couple of things we could talk about here. Is The first thing is unforgiveness and bitterness. Unforgiveness and bitterness will cause the enemy to have a foothold in your life. It will also cause you to have a lot of negative thoughts running through your mind. 
So when somebody has hurt you or you've been offended with somebody, instead of thinking about that over and over, you need to let it go and ask God to help you to forgive the people that have hurt you. See, Matthew 18, verses 21 through 35, I'm not going to read that, is the story of the unmerciful servant. And so the servant owed his master like millions of dollars and the master forgave him. Then that same servant turned around and grabbed the guy that owed him like a hundred bucks and threw him in jail. When the master heard what he had done, he grabbed him, threw him in jail and said, I'm turning him over to the tormentors until he has paid every last penny. If we refuse to forgive those that have hurt us, we will suffer from negative thoughts and mental torment. Matthew 6.15 says, this is the words of Christ, but if you do not forgive their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. Wow, that's a pretty heavy from Jesus himself. How many times have we gone to him and he's forgiven us? And then someone comes to us and we don't want to forgive them. So unforgiveness can generate a lot of negative thoughts in your mind. And remember, releasing forgiveness to those that have hurt you will bring peace to your mind. It's more about you than it is about them. Forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay, nor does it mean we're going to let down our boundaries and let people run over you. But when we forgive, we take them to God in faith and say, take these emotions and feelings that so-and-so has done to hurt me. I forgive as an act of my will, and I release it over to you. The other part about shutting the doors is this too. How about watching bad movies, violent video games, music we listen to, things we read, things we let our eyes see. Some people get caught up with pornography, Facebook. And how about the news? The news is a constant source of fear and negativity. Close the doors that are hindering you in your life. Ask God to forgive you for uh, allowing those doors to be open. Ask him to cleanse your mind through his blood. Now, I know that you need to be aware, but man, when it comes to the news, when it comes to Facebook, we need to have a limit on that. Otherwise, it really begins to um, control your life. If we live a life of forgiveness and mercy toward others and let all the offenses go, then the enemy can't use those things to trap you in your mind. Key number three, we must renew our minds daily. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, a view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper, proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world any longer, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. The Bible says that we are to renew our mind with the word of God. This is really important. In fact, one scripture said that we are to wash our minds with the water of the word of God. So I would encourage you to find scriptures in the Bible that will strengthen you and strengthen you in the areas of weakness and temptation. The thoughts that want to flood your mind that are negative Find uh, scriptures that you can replace those negative thoughts with 
and put your mind under the control of the Holy Spirit. If we don't renew our minds, you won't be able to discern what God's good, perfect, and pleasing will is. Bad thoughts will lead us down bad paths into sinful behaviors. Transformation takes time, but the renewing of the mind is absolutely critical. Point number four, key number four, we must resist the devil. 1 Peter 5, 9, resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same type of sufferings. The Bible says in James 4, 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, I'm, I'm, giving, I'm going to give you an example of how to resist the devil. Let's say you deal a lot with fear or feel like you're going crazy. When you have that feeling come over you, you want to quote 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. You might not always feel like it, you might want to go to episode 22 and listen to the new Pathways recording over and over again to help you to renew your mind. You might want to go into the Bible and find scriptures that you can use that when the devil comes around, you can resist him. Point number five, you will make many mistakes. We all make mistakes. Don't give up. Ask for forgiveness and keep on going until you get the victory. You know, I love it in Malachi 3, 7. It says, and I'm, I'm going to read from a different translation. It says, return and keep on returning until the broken relationship is restored. That is a beautiful scripture. Now, when you make mistakes, I don't want you to get frustrated with yourself, but I want you to keep pressing in. I want, to keep, I want you to keep uh, working on this until you get the total victory. Don't put yourself down. Receive the fullness of God's forgiveness. When God forgives you, the Bible says he forgets. Hebrews 8.12 and Isaiah 43.25 talk about this. Don't let the enemy get you to live the shame and condemnation game. It, it'll just cause you to walk in circles. So remember, you're going to make mistakes. That's normal. That's part of the process as you learn to walk in victory. Point number six. Hurting events that happened in our lives can be a great source of bad thoughts when we feel the pain of what has happened to us. Third John 2 says, I pray that you may enjoy good health and all may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. I just really want to encourage you that if you have hurting events that you can't get over with well, on the worst day, you can't get them out of your mind, you need to come to spiritual care and you need to get healing from these events. Here's why. When we have hurting events, we often create and develop strongholds around those events that send our life off on negative spirals and negative patterns of behaviors. I'll give an example. An event might be, I went to church, they treated me like crap. Therefore, the, the hurting event or the belief I form around that is the church is nothing but hypocrites. And so then you don't go to church anymore. Now, are there hypocrites in the church? Yes. Is everyone a hypocrite? No. Often around hurting events, we'll have several belief systems formed that are based on how we feel 
they will feel right to us, but they'll be based on half-truths, and a half-truth is a whole lie. The key to break the negative cycles that you're experiencing is get healing for your pain and, and change the lies that you believe at times into truth and renew your mind with them. Point number seven, don't be afraid to call spiritual care so that you can go through your own personal ministry. If you want to know some of the teaching we do in spiritual care and how to let go of the pain, you will want to listen to the Heart of Healing episode, The Heart of Healing. Take time to do it. Do a step of faith. Do it for you. Give spiritual care a call, 269-929-2901, and come in for your own appointment or do a virtual appointment online. You don't have to live in Michigan. So therefore, uh, make the step. There will be some warfare around this. The enemy won't want you to go. But if you're going to win this mind battle in your mind, the, the battles you go through, you've got to get healing for their hurting events. Number eight, key number eight, watch the words that come out of your mouth. Proverbs eighteen twenty one: life and death are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat of their fruit. Hey, now listen, when the enemy goes to attack us, let me share with you what he does. He forms his plans around the words that we speak out loud and he th listens to those words and he will form his plans of attack against us according to our own words so if you have a lot of negativity coming out of your mouth constantly it's a sign that there is a deeper issue going on in your life and if you're going to win the mind battles you're going to have to win the battle of words or the what your tongue says on a day-to-day -day basis you know the enemy will try to get you caught up in vain imaginations or what you might think people are thinking and they're not thinking it. He'll get you worrying about tomorrow, worrying over everything in the sun until you make yourself sick. Don't go down that road. Resist the devil, the Bible says, and he will flee from you. Key number nine, create a rhythm in your life where you read the Bible and pray and use the tools on this podcast site to keep you strong. So you want to grow and transform, you must have a plan to do that. And that plan must be put into action. And you must follow that plan in the days, weeks, and years ahead if you want to be successful. Philippians 4.9 says, Whatever you have learned, received, or heard in me, or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. If you don't have a plan, you don't create a rhythm, and you don't have a plan to put this into practice, then you're not going to get any better. But if you want to win the battles in your mind, the things that I'm talking about can really help you in a big way. Number 10, find a good church to attend. Hebrews 10.25 says, Not giving up the meeting together, some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more you see the day approaching. What day? The day of the Lord, the coming of Christ. So as we go more and more into to the end times, things will get more evil in the world and there'll be more hardship and things that we have to endure. So having a good church to attend is important. When the wolf comes to attack a herd, he looks for the one separated from the flock. But here's another good thing about church. 
Maybe your church has a prayer team who will pray for you at the end of service. Go forward and have somebody pray to strengthen your mind, to help you win the mind battles that you're struggling with. Going up to an altar and getting prayer can do wonders to help getting you to walk in victory. But I want to say this again. This is a process. This is not necessarily going to be easy, but you can have victory. I'd like to close in prayer right now and pray for you. Lord, it says in Zechariah 4, 6, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. I pray that you would empower those that are listening today by the Holy Spirit to win the battles in their mind. I pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit and the ministering angels to be with each person right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that the battle belongs to the Lord and you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords and that you are with us and that you care about us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would put your shalom peace over each and every person's mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today for this podcast. I hope that you will share this channel with your friends. I hope that you will visit the Healing Begins site or the website and and go and, and look at some of the testimonies of what God is doing. I want you to know that 2,000 years ago, Jesus won the battle for you so that you could have the battle today. I'm praying for you. God bless and have a great day.